0: Well, well, would you look at this? What's up, everyone? This is Veronica with Jump Ball, brought to you by Ballers of T.O. And today we're going to be talking about LeBron. LeBron is in town. Many saw him at EFS, which is a very, very popular Toronto nightclub. We all know how much LeBron loves Toronto. So much so that some people have even been known to call it Lebronto. And I'm not going to lie, that has a nice ring to it. And I like that he's here so much in the city. I think it brings a lot of you know canada's kind of like always in the backyard so it's nice to see some of that celebrity uh come up here and and show how much they love this country and the city lebron laced up to play the raptors and hope to improve the lakers record of 4 and 10 since lebron's been back since his surgery there will be no larry due to hurt ankle still no ball no ingram and well there's no brain in ingram but there is andre ingram who has signed a 10-day contract with the lakers Andre Ingram has spent 11 years in the G League, so it's really nice to see him get a chance in the NBA. Although I did hear say that he were better than LeBron. Um, hope that's a joke. I mean, confidence is great, ego is not. So I will let you guys know once I find out if that was a joke or not. Speaking of 10-day contracts, Eric Moreland has signed on with the Raptors. Will he play? I don't know. Let's see. As predicted, the starting lineup is as usual, with the exception of Lowry, So Jeremy Lin steps in for his second start of the season. For the Lakers, you have Rondo, Bullock, James, Kuzma, and McGee, whom of which I think has officially retired from Shafton-A-Fool because he is actually putting up numbers this year. Toronto wins the opening tip, wearing the OVO jerseys, which is fitting as Drake does rename the Raptors training facility the OVO training facility. It was previously the Bio Steel Centre not anymore. He's got a nice gold owl out front. Siakam kicks off the game off with an airball three-pointer which adds to his not so great playing lately. I mean he did put up 16 points while playing almost 40 minutes. That doesn't really sound like Siakam and he best not be slowing down anytime soon because this team needs him in order to win the championship and keep Kawhi. Because as mentioned before, if Toronto doesn't win this, Kawhi is a going. That's my opinion. The matchup were really against the two NBA Finals MVP, aka Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James. James won it in 2013, as well as 2012 and 2016, and Leonard won it in 2014. Now, LeBron is averaging 27.3 points per game, while Leonard is ever so slightly behind them with 27 even. Let's get back to the game. Nick Nurse really switches it up in the second, putting in Chris Boucher, Patrick McCall, along with Norm Powell. James had an absolute monstrous dunk and then a nice little bucket under the net to make it a four point game. Going on an 8-0 run, forcing Toronto to take a timeout and cool the Lakers. As much as they tried, James still finished with a game high 29 points and 4 rebounds. Now Kawhi Wood hit a weird off balance shot from the beyond the arc, putting Toronto up 11 points thanks to a 14-2 run to end half. Now, I want to take a moment and talk about Gasol. With Ibaka serving his three-game suspension, if you hadn't already known, for getting in a fight with Marquise Chris of Cleveland on Monday, this means no need to decide between these two bigs on who will start. Gasol has this and he is proving that he deserves it. Mark contributed 15.7 rebounds going 2 from 4 from beyond the arc. He was consistent and confident. You can see he is getting more and more comfortable with these guys and good timing. Ibaka's actions seem they are continuing to affect him because Gasol, he may be keeping this starting position. No, I do think behind every good scorer is a good passer. And Rajon Rondo fit that perfectly. Mr. Rondo had 13 points, 8 assists. The Lakers kept themselves in this game for a while. Up until the fourth quarter. And then that's where Toronto's like, I'm done. Let's go. I want to go home. That's it. At the end of the third, LA were, the... LA were within 6 points. And stats were pretty much tied up. Toronto gave up 11 turnovers, most of which came from Danny Green, who had an off night. I mean, we're all allowed one. The loudest the crowd got in the fourth was when LeBron missed both free throws. Now, if you're a Toronto fan, that is the best thing you could ever see. Because back when Toronto and Cleveland were playing in the conference, you know, in the conference finals or in the playoffs, that's all you hoped is LeBron would miss those shots. And I'm not going to lie, 50% of the time he, he did. As mentioned, we weren't sure Eric Morla will play in the game, but he did, and he got a pretty good reaction from the fans. Moreland is coming from the Pistons, so it'll be a nice homecoming for him, as well as Raptors ex-coach Dwayne Casey on Sunday. I'm not gonna lie, I see a lot of empty seats, and I don't think it's because the food lineups were slow. Raptors will remain ibaka until after Tuesday versus the Knicks. Toronto should be okay, but after losing to Cleveland by 25 points, I'm not quite sure anymore. Toronto takes this almost as much as they should have won against Cleveland. Toronto will break until Sunday, where they head to Detroit, see if they can keep these Pistons out of the playoff run. Fun fact, this is Toronto's ninth consecutive win versus the Lakers. Raptors take it 111-98. to Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I obviously enjoyed speaking with you. And don't forget, reach out if you have any concerns, questions, comments, whatever. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much, and we will speak soon.